to How Have You Never Seen That? I'm your host, Melissa Curley, and I'm here with the breathtaking, yes. brilliant, yes. beautiful Brielle Brooke. Wow, the three Bs. Solid alliteration there. Yeah, here we are. Hi, everyone. So we are going to be talking tonight about one of my absolute favorite movies, which is Hook. So let's get right into it. Brielle, how have you never seen this movie? All right, let, let's talk about Hook for a second. Has everyone seen this movie? Does this fall into the category of everyone has seen this movie? I have to dispute this. <laughs> so, I mean, I can tell you that everyone in my life has seen this movie. To be fair, a lot of my life, like a lot of the people in my life, either I grew up with and I watched it with them, or I have a lot of friends from when I was working in Disney World and I feel like it was just the general yeah. people down there would have seen this movie. So I, I guess it's not necessarily fair to assume that, but maybe we'll do like a Twitter poll and we'll find out. Have All you right. seen Hook? And if you haven't seen Hook, you should probably watch the movie before you listen to the second half of this podcast because we don't want to spoil this for you. Oh yeah, we should definitely um, do a spoiler alert going forward. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that should be a given, right? Yeah. Like if you haven't seen a movie we're talking about, don't listen to the podcast until after. One of my biggest pet peeves are spoilers. Um, yeah, That's why I have not, as you probably know at this point, <laughs> researched any of these movies. Yeah. And you know, I feel like it's just like even the beginning of this won't be fun if you haven't seen the movie. So yeah. In case you haven't picked up on it yet, guys, if you haven't seen the movie we're talking about, stop the podcast right now and go watch it and then come back to us. We'll still be here. Yeah, um, but but no judgment, obviously, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, and we want to we wanna hear from you, so tweet at us, let us know if you've seen Hook, and we just want to hear from you in general. Let's hear your reactions, too. You know, the internet is a wonderful, wonderful interactive place full of all nice people who say all nice things to each other at all times, right? Oh, it's just lovely. Yeah. But well. we love Twitter, and we, we do work a lot at our jobs. We, we really do work. <laughs> but we also send each other tweets. All day long. All day long. <laughs> I promise we do actually some excellent work in this yes, world. Yes, we do. At the same time that we are sending tweets back yes. and forth. So yeah, so tweet at us and let's get into it. Let's get into Hook, which people may or may not have all seen. But either way, I think it's a movie that you If you deem I, have, I should see it. Then I should see it. Yes, yes. I will say, I mean, the list that we have compiled is a list of things that is really like, how have you never seen that? Because everyone in the world has seen that. Right. And also, how have you never seen that you, like, personally would just love this movie? Right, right. And I think whether or not the whole world has seen Hook, I think that you personally will love this movie. Um, Just knowing you and knowing your likes and dislikes. Well, I'm Um, convinced. Yeah, so um, let's start with our big question. Brielle, what do you know about Hook? Okay, so I actually don't know anything about Hook, but I can take some stabs at what I think it's about. Okay, go for it. Well, since it's called Hook, I have to assume that it's about Captain Hook, who, you know, from Peter Pan. (laughs) Great. If, If you all don't know Captain Hook from Peter Pan, that's who I think this is about. Um, um, I think I'm going to do something unprecedented, and I'm actually going to confirm that, because I want to see what your thoughts are. I got you. From that. I think that's obvious. Point. I think that's obvious. I, I don't know what other hook, unless it's about, like, you know, a command yeah. hook And I mean, wall. you're, you're going to figure that out as soon as you see the, you know, the, the, like, the front cover yeah. of this movie, so. Yeah. So, so now we know this is about hook. 
Captain Hook. Okay, so so then I would think that it's maybe like a backstory. First of all, unsolicited opinion, personal opinion, do not at me for this. <laughs> I think there are too many iterations of Peter Pan in this world. Peter Pan is great, but why do we need 10,000 plays about Peter Pan? Why do we need 10,000 musicals about Peter Pan? Why do we need 10,000 movies about Peter Pan? I just don't get the appeal. Okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we need to, So my four-year-old neighbor, actually, just um, her mom requested to borrow Peter Pan last night, and they watched it today. I feel like we need to get her in here to get her opinion. Yeah, so we should We should get her opinion. Maybe, maybe we'll get her to weigh in on it um, post-podcast. We'll record this separately and hear what... <laughs> hear, hear what a, a child has yes. to say about Peter Pan. I just, I just think that there's overkill. And, and, you know, Hook, we'll see what happens with Hook. But since it's in the realm of Peter Pan, it's already knocked down a few notches in my Same. book. It will have to work hard to redeem itself. And uh, that's that's just yeah. my my starting pre-opinion before knowing I anything it. I think about it's, it. I think it's definitely, that's one of those polarizing things, whether you think it's too much Peter Pan at any point. Because I'm, I think I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. Because so many of these iterations of Peter Pan, I just love dearly. Right. I mean, I love Hook. I love... Of course, the the Disney animated classic Peter Pan, and I love Finding Neverland, and I saw I saw it on Broadway, and I loved that too. Yeah, um, you know, but also I've seen a couple of the other like live action versions, and they're not quite my thing. Like they're fine, but there's just a few classics along the way that yeah. I think really they still deserve to be loved. <laughs> I feel similarly that. about Alice in Wonderland. That's I fair. think there's been just a couple too many. I would agree. Iterations of that. So when it comes to Peter Pan, and I have to say, like, I like Peter Pan, but it's not, like, one of my favorite movies of childhood Mm -hmm. that has that much meaning to me. So let's just get that out of the way, first of all. Yeah. I I have to say, and one of the reasons I am excited for you to watch this movie is because, I mean, I loved Peter Pan as a kid, you know, the animated classic, you know, we were big Disney people, but I think of the Peter Pan universe, Hook is at the top of my list. Well, that is good to know. That so, raising the expectations yeah, a little bit. Sorry, I'm setting the bar high Setting for the bar one. high for Hook. So, all right, so you have determined, now let's just recap, you've determined that Hook is a backstory on Captain it's Hook? It's a backstory, yeah, it's a backstory okay. on Captain Hook. It'll probably foray into, like, his childhood and okay. maybe, you know, like in Harry Potter when they go into, you know... Tom Riddles and <laughs> his his what makes the villain exactly villain. Okay. that's how I see this uh, movie unfolding and you know I'm sure at at points in the movie you'll you'll start uh, sympathizing with Hook this villain and you'll think ah oh, now I understand why he does what he does <laughs> well screw you <laughs> he's a villain and he does terrible things <laughs> no redemption no redemption for hook so i'm just gonna veer off of that just speaking of the no redemption for yeah. villain. so i actually don't know this what are your what are your opinions on a good old severus snape you don't know my opinions on severus <laughs> i don't snape? think i do wow this is surprising and i feel like if, this is a good place to talk about it is it. if my friends are listening you'll all be shocked because i love snape i'm a snape stan snape is my favorite character in the harry potter series and i myself am a slytherin and i just i i love snape for everything he is and 
everything he's not. Fascinating. And all his all his just, redeeming I, qualities. I, I know. With your, with your no redemption like, <laughs> outburst, I was like, oh, listen, wait, maybe I'm wrong. Listen. Well, because I I thought you loved Snape, but then when <laughs> you, you said that, I, I was like, Snape. maybe I'm wrong. You're questioning. <laughs> no, listen, I think I just have something against Peter Pan. <laughs> Clearly. So maybe maybe just in the Peter Pan world there's no there's redemption. No redemption. But in general, and and my friends can attest to this, I, I tend to actually love the villain in movies as my favorite character. I get that. When we watch Star Wars, that reigned true there. Who was the villain there? Who was the villain in Star Wars? Oh, yeah. What's his name again? Darth Vader. Yeah. Loved him. <laughs> the Emperor. All loved yeah, great. great. All but right. also Luke Skywalker. Great. Not, Not a villain. villain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we watched this a long time ago. I feel, like, I feel like Disney movies set you up for that. Because Disney, like, movies as a kid, like, the villains are just so... Epic. Like, how can you grow up and not love Ursula or Hades? Like, yes. I mean, exactly. like, these are like, they're fun. And yes. I, you know, and of course, it's a kid's movie, so they're not going to be like, even though they're terrible. And when you watch it as an adult, you're like, oh shit, that was like really screwed up. Right. But like, as a kid, they're, yeah. they're not overly scary. So I, right. I get that. No, they're the no redemption. And they have thing. the best musical numbers. A hundred million <laughs> Which is percent. probably why you love that. Absolutely. Like, you're probably, like, a lover of, like, Javert, too. Yeah, if you've ever seen Spongebob the Musical, <laughs> you'll know that Squidward is the best character in Spongebob the Musical. That's true. I will make obscure theater references throughout <laughs> this podcast. Bear with me. But, we yeah. We just had a look from our producer, like, what, where is she going with this? Well, okay. Back to redemption. Squidward's not a villain. Well. Plankton's the villain. <laughs> That's true. No, but Squidward is... He's like the mean, grumpy old he, man. That's what I mean. I not always... I, I don't think I meant villain, but maybe just not the protagonist. Like, that is that is a more negative <laughs> energy contributor <laughs> to okay. a show or movie okay. or a musicale. All right. Maybe... I think we got a little, a little off track. I we feel may like have. Gonna... We may have, but Squidward... Squidward, you wouldn't say, is... I wouldn't call Squidward a villain, but I wouldn't call him what's Not the <laughs> what's the opposite of a villain? A hero? A hero. He, Squidward's no hero. No. So he's you know he's just minding his own he's, business. He's, he's he's grumpy and he plays the clarinet and he has the best number in SpongeBob the Musical, which is unfortunately no longer on Broadway. Yeah, sad, but we saw it together. We did. Oh, that was cute. Like the third three, row. the three of us, we the three had, of us. We all had it. wet feet. It was like pouring. Oh, that day. it was pouring. That was. But it was like being under the water with SpongeBob. Oh, that's that's cute. I never that's a cute of way that to say it. That was new. Um, <laughs> but redemption is, is fine in general. That's not like my general thought on characters. Okay. I, I, I love Snape. Snape is one of my favorite characters of any movie. Okay. But Captain Hook gets no redemption. There's no redemption in Neverland. You know, I don't think so. Okay. Well, we're going to watch the movie and yeah. we're going to find out. So do you know who plays Captain Hook or anyone else in the movie? I don't know do who plays... Uh, okay, I'll try to take a guess. Let me also say I don't know too many actors' names. <laughs> Maybe it's what's his name, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Captain Hook. Yeah, right. only I think I'm just associating him with Lamis. Yeah, so I just mentioned. Yeah. Just mentioned that. Yeah, that's um, or you know I was gonna say Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Jack Sparrow plays Captain <laughs> Hook, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, or whatever his Johnny action. Depp. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's 1991 this movie came oh, out. Oh, so not Johnny. Well, 
Johnny Depp was making movies in the, yeah. in the 90s, but it's not him. I, I, I'm i kidding on that okay. front. Uh, but it could have been Russell Crowe. Could have been. Could have been, I say, a white-bearded male in general. That, I feel that's like I'm very guess. excited for you, actually, to find out who plays Captain Hook. Yeah. I think you're going to be very happy with that casting choice. I hope um, so. Do you have any idea anyone else that's in this movie? <sighs> no. I don't. Maybe Tinkerbell makes an appearance. I meant actors, but I mean, yeah, let's go that way. Uh, no, I honestly have no idea who's in this movie. I also didn't realize it was from 1991. I thought it was from like 2008. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Well, um, I watched it growing up. I was already 20 years old in 2008. And so. I, yeah, I have no clue. Maybe there's some romance in there for Hook. But no redemption. No redemption. No. Romance, but no redemption. All I'm right. sure they'll try to make me feel like he's redeemed, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to convince me. Um, so if you had to pick a sport that Captain Hook would play on his ship, what a would that sport? be? A he sport? He plays a sport? Here's another, another thing about me that you should all know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about sports. Don't know how to play any don't have a will. <laughs> well, I will tell you that I, I know it makes no sense, but there is a sports scene in this movie. Is it like a sport like Quidditch where like it's specific to like a pirate or not that well, I'm, I'm not giving you any more clues. Quidditch I mean, I feel like I've given you, pirate. I feel like I've given you, you more know what I mean. answers about this movie than that's, any movie that's so far. Actually, so that's I'm actually just curious true. like what you Me, would expect that to be. Well, listen, he has a hook for a hand. I feel like that probably... Either, like, they play soccer because he can't play something with his hands. Okay. That's, or, that's all reasoning. Or, like, maybe there is a sport where the hook could be useful to, like, you know, like, popping balloons <laughs> <laughs> or popping bubble wrap. I mean, listen, the the world is your oyster. It's a pirate playing sports. I, I'm going to so. say, I'm going to say soccer. Okay. <laughs> or right, well, football, as they say. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna go watch Hook, who may or may not be playing soccer, and may or may not redeem himself. Stay tuned, and we'll be back shortly. Hey guys, while Brielle and I are off watching our movie, we want to give a shout out to our amazing sponsors over at Parked Comic. Written by Matt Curley and illustrated by Brennan Kahn, Parked tells the story of a ragtag group of co-workers stirring up trouble at an old rundown amusement park. Pre-orders are now available at parkedcomic.com. We think you're going to love it. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. Hook, hook, hook. I love Peter Pan and I love Hook. <laughs> wow. There's no theme song for you to sing along to this time. No, I forgot the theme song. That's okay. And honestly, this theme song, it's not as clear, even though it's my man. Of course, it's John it's, Williams. It's my man, my husband, John Williams. It's actually very, very similar, I think, to a lot of his, like, like Star Wars tracks that are not like the Star Wars theme song. It's um, not as easy. Like it's not that easy to sing the Star Wars theme song. It's 
easier to sing like an ET. Yeah. You know, like it, this one, there was a lot of instruments happening. Yeah, this it one, was beautiful. It's more like, like for those of you who it's have, beautiful. hopefully you better have seen the new Star Wars movies. It's very similar to Whoa, Ray. hold on. What? Calm down. Better have seen? Yes. We don't have that kind of language on this show. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> if you haven't seen the new Star Wars movies, you should go out and I watch them now. I wish you could now. see her face. <laughs> She's so offended. I am. I'm you sorry. You should see them. I, should. We highly recommend seeing We do. Them, um, but we are not offended if you have But But this is very similar to Ray's theme. I think yes. that's that's what I always yes. think. So it's beautiful, but it I can't is. really like sing the melody of it. Yeah. Well, so I just made up my own song. I think it's comparable to John Williams. I think so. Yeah. Hook, hook, <laughs> hook, hook, hook. I think we were we were also listening to some children's songs we earlier, were. and it was a little. You're you're. Uh, it's a little dinosaurs marching. Little, yeah, dinosaurs. We are the dinosaurs. Yeah, we are the. Di- I mean, it doesn't sound anything like <laughs> it that. It doesn't. But, but it's in the world. You've had a little rhythm. march happening. Yes, we work with children. We're constantly surrounded by children. And, Always. And that's all. <laughs> anyway, we should talk about this movie. Oh, the movie! I forgot. The movie. Yeah. Okay. Minor detail. So I literally took so many notes during this movie, which most of the time I take maybe like eight or nine notes. This is like a full notebook page, guys, because Brielle had so many great reactions to things. I did. Starting with... I was unconscious. I don't remember. <laughs> like the first moment of the movie when your exclamation was, oh my God, it's Robin Williams. I'm so excited now. <laughs> well, I... This is this is becoming a pattern for me. I love not knowing who's going to be in the movie. Yeah. And then suddenly it's Robin Williams. I think because I... I actually haven't seen that many Robin Williams movies. Travesty. From this time. <laughs> like, I think I've seen yeah. him in movies later on. That's fair. But it makes me very excited. I haven't seen him, like, in, in his prime, I think. This is yes. in his prime. When he was younger. I've seen a lot of these actors that are in this movie older in, like, roles when they're kind of more established or I'm sure they were established. I take that back <laughs> before this. But yes, I when Robin Williams came out, I was stunned and amazed and very excited so i think we should actually do like a rundown of the cast of this movie because it is such an unexpected wonderful cast for all Um, my people who haven't seen hook which i'm sure honestly is a lot of you i stand on the side that this is not one of those movies everyone has seen no but it is a movie people love and have seen in their childhood i'm sure but if you haven't seen it just know that you would not expect any of the following people. Yes. To and also, be in this. if you haven't seen it, you should stop listening right now you and watch it because we're about we to spoil the whole movie for we you. We will. <laughs> we will spoil everything. Um, but yeah, let's run it down. So we we've got Robin Williams. Yeah. And his so he's Peter Baring, who of course it's going to be Peter Pan, but we'll get to that. Spoilers. We want you. Baring. I, Peter Banning. Ba- Banning. 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 Thank you, Peter yeah. Banning. Um, who is married to Moira, who is played by Caroline Goodall, who is not as well known. I think I mostly know her as the mother of Mia Thermopolis in The Princess Diaries. <laughs> that is the most important role she could have played. It is. Excellent, excellent it is. film. But so we have right off the bat the wonderful, incomparable Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith, I think. Dame I'm Maggie Smith. I'm pretty sure she's a dame. Yep. As Granny Wendy. Oh. 
She's so beautiful. And you think it can't get any better. And then all of a sudden it does when we have the one and only Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell. Shocking. But we have to go back to Dame Maggie Smith for a second. Okay. Because she plays very old in this movie. Yes, she does. Even though, when is this movie from? 1991. 1991. Which, you know, throughout, she's been in a hundred million movies where she's a very, she's playing an elderly woman yes. a lot of the time. But this is older. This is like... She's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, she like 80s. clearly has had like age spots put on her. She had, yeah, it was interesting to see her aged older than well, she is. I think you were a little confused when she came on screen because I actually wrote down, you yelled out, she's been old forever. <laughs> I did say that. She has been old forever because she she's old there. She's old in movies now. Yeah, but have you ever seen a picture of her young? I don't know. Oh, we're going to post a photo of a young Maggie Smith. She oh. was just beautiful. She's still beautiful. She but, is so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Maggie Smith. I could applaud her every Maggie day. Maggie Smith fan club. Um, anyway, sorry. Yes. So then Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell. Julia and Roberts as Tinkerbell. Love Julia Roberts. And this is like a very newly, very famous Julia Roberts, too, because this is just after Pretty Woman. Ugh, but it's incredible. like, I think it's before Runaway Bride and all of that. Um but yeah, so Julia Roberts, amazing as Tinkerbell, so unexpected as Tinkerbell. And then Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. Shocked, amazed, and just it's so impressed. Can't My favorite even tell character <laughs> by far. He is fantastic. I align with the villain in most movies, not because I myself am a villain, but because I'm a Slytherin and I love the villain <laughs> in every movie. <laughs> Professor Snape is my favorite character in Harry Potter. And Hook, Captain Hook, is my favorite character in Hook. Dustin Hoffman is incredible. Yes, as a Hufflepuff, this is where we really, really differ on our thoughts of the world. That's why we make up a great friendship. (laughs) Yes, there's actually so many, um, like, I think, like, uh, I don't know, blog posts and all these, like, memes and stuff about why Slytherins and Hufflepuffs make the best of friends. Oh, Yeah, I'll have to send it to you. (laughs) Maybe we'll put that on our social, too, if you guys are interested. Um, so, yeah, so those are, like, kind of the the big ones. But because this is now Steven Spielberg, Robin Williams, like, all these big names in Hollywood who have big friends in Hollywood, this movie is stock full of amazing little cameos that you wouldn't even realize. The first one being um, the inspector at the beginning. Inspector Good, I think is his name, is played by Phil Collins. Casual. Totally casual Phil Collins. Um, and then we have the scene where Tinkerbell is carrying Peter Banning off to Neverland in the blanket. They pass over a bridge and there's a couple that is kissing on the bridge and they start to fly from Tinkerbell's pixie dust. That couple is none other than George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Incredible. <laughs> casual. Just casual. Just, just casual. I mean, just, yep. Steven called up his friend George. George called up his friend Carrie. <sighs> um, I'm like a little weirded out by... George Lucas and Carrie Fisher kissing, though. A little bit. But what does it take to be in that friend group? I don't know. I know. I want to be in it. Yep. And so we've got two more still. We have now there is a scene where Captain Hook is going around his boat and he's saying, who didn't believe in me? One of you didn't believe that I could do this. And he's going like right at Robin Williams and like you think he's going to get called out that he's in disguise, which we'll actually talk about later. But he instead calls out this other pirate that's right there. And throws this pirate into the boo box, which is like a treasure chest with a little hole, and they throw scorpions into. Um, it's actually one of the most inventive torture <laughs> devices I've ever seen, and it was incredible because it's called the boo box. 
yes, they lock you in this treasure box <laughs> and a treasure chest, and then they close and lock you in, throw scorpions at you, and they yell boo. They yell boo. <laughs> That's why it's called the boo box. It's so simple and so funny. It is. Um, but most importantly, the pirate thrown in the boo box is none other than Glenn Close. Oscar nominee forever Glenn Close. Glenn our Close. Fave. I and you don't even know it's her. I had no clue that it was Glenn her, but have won the Oscar on this movie, let's be yes. real. Yes. Oh my god. She absolutely deserved the Academy <laughs> so Award unexpected. for this performance. So amazing. We are also going to post a photo of I think we're gonna have to post photos of all of these little we hidden do, like, characters for sure. So post with all them. You'll you'll check out our Instagram in the next couple of days. It'll be up there. You will um, check out our. You Instagram. will. <laughs> um, and finally, the last one is there's, and this is a really minor one, but there is a pirate on Captain Hook's ship who is played by none other than David Crosby of Crosby, Stills and Nash. Very casual. Very casual. It's all very casual. I feel like I actually haven't quite figured out how David Crosby ended up as a part of this. Uh, like, they're, all, they're all in some underground yeah, poker game or something. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched a movie about an underground poker game last night, so <laughs> that's course. really where I'm at. Molly's game. Highly Ooh, recommend. I've seen that one. Jessica Chastain kills it. Anyway, back to her. Anyway, so that's all of our awesome little cameo roles. As well as our amazing list of actors and actresses in this movie. So let's get, let's go through the plot a little bit. Really, like, the first half of my notes here are just reactions to the different people who came on screen. Oh, no. It it literally, it's like, my whole list, it just says Phil Collins, Robin Williams, uh, Maggie Smith, Julia Roberts, Carrie Fisher, Dustin Hoffman, Glenn Close. Like, this is, that's what it says on my notebook. So I guess I didn't take that many notes as I did just write down the names of people well, in this movie. Well, because I think my constant reaction was just, oh, my God. <laughs> what true. is this person that's doing true. here? What is this person doing here? So let's break it down. So this movie starts off. We have Peter Banning, played by the one and only phenomenal Robert Williams. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like this sort of like shit dad i mean let's be real he's missing out on everything because he's too busy at work and yes his son draws him a beautiful picture of (laughs) of the family well he draws it gives it to his mom and it's the family the first of all the plane that they're on going to london is crashing and (laughs) it's not crashing just like terrible turbulence guys fire no 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 in the drawing in the drawing drawing. well they are on a plane experiencing turbulence and and the sun draws peter manning is freaking out yeah the sun draws the plane on fire and the family is jumping out with parachutes everyone has a parachute except peter (laughs) except the dad so he's falling into the water into the water where there's sharks sharks. yes So we can see how the son really yeah. feels about his dad. I mean, talk about really getting your feelings out. They don't. He mean, was pissed. He was. I didn't blame him. His dad not only missed his baseball game, but sent someone from his office to record it for him. It was very rude. It was. But the best part of that scene, I have to say, of the baseball game was the fact that it is during Christmas time, apparently, and the umpire is wearing a Santa beard underneath his ump mask so if you if you didn't notice that go back and watch it's pretty funny okay so peter banning not the greatest father no very wrapped up in his work world attached to his giant cell phone yeah (laughs) because it's 1991 and cell phones were giant and they take off to london to go visit grandma wendy granny wendy maggie smith i love her house so much it's so beautiful so beautiful and it's in a great part of london yeah it's beautiful it's like classic london 
Like, if you were dreaming of living in London, this is the house that you probably dreamt of as a child. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, so they go visit Granny Wendy, and Granny Wendy is being honored for all of the work that she's done with orphans through the Great Ormond Street Hospital, which is a great little um, shout-out to J.M. Barry, because J.M. Barry took the profits that he made from Peter Pan, and he donated them to the Great Ormond Street Children's Hospital, which was an orphanage at the time. Um, And there's actually a beautiful statue outside of the hospital of Peter Pan dedicated to J.M. Barry. Oh, that's so sweet. So the next time you're in London, go to the Great Ormond Street Children's Hospital. There's a really awesome pub across the street. Um, And go see the the Peter Pan statue. So I love that little shout out to J.M. Barry and the work that he did. Um, So yeah, so they're in London and Peter Banning is, you know, taking phone call after phone call. And he tell and he, they're putting the kids to bed, and he goes in there and closes the window, which closes with that awesome hook, and tells them to never go through the go through by the window, keep the window closed at all time. That hook is one of my favorite things in the movie. Yes, it is such <laughs> an amazing, just like it's beautiful imagery, and and an awesome foreshadow to obviously you know the movie's called Hook, so we know Captain <laughs> Hook is coming at some point, but. Very cool little moment. Yes. But we don't know why he's scared of the window because he doesn't have any memory of his childhood, which we find out very soon was a very interesting childhood. He's scared of everything. He is. Yeah. He is scared of everything. I relate. (laughs) Are you scared of everything? I think I am. I don't don't think you're scared of everything. (laughs) I think I would, on the scale of going near the open window and shutting it, I'm on the the side of shutting it. <laughs> well, I mean, if I, if my young children were in the room on the third floor with a giant open window. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But I don't think you're scared of everything. No, I think I'm just trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I relate more to that than... <laughs> yeah. It's so that. funny when you watch kids' movies as an adult and you totally agree with all the adults' moves. Right? I know. <laughs> anyway... Okay, so they go out, the, the parents go out to celebrate Grandma Grandma Wendy, Nanny Wendy, Granny Wendy, Granny Wendy, I think mm-hmm. is what they call her. And such a touching scene with all of the orphans in the room that she saved. It moves me to tears. This whole movie just makes me cry, guys. Like, it's like a comedy, like, lighthearted children's movie, and I cry through the whole thing. <laughs> and so they come back from this night at this gala honoring Granny Wendy, and their children are gone. Very scary. And taken by Captain Hook, as per the note on the door. As per the note, which is written on some kind of, like, old world, like, pirate (laughs) papyrus paper, (laughs) and stuck on the door with a sword. Yes. Beautiful execution. So beautiful. I think, to my man, Captain Hook. Well, and so fitting of his character. Oh, it was amazing. Loved it. Captain Hook is such a cool character in this oh, movie. Oh, I love him so much. I feel like we just need to get into that. Let's just yeah. let's just talk about how cool Captain Hook is because he's so classic. Like he's a pirate and yet he's so upstanding. He's like a gentleman. He's very upstanding, but he also reminded me a little bit he's he's a little like Gastonish in in this, in that like he has that LeFou sort of car- like sidekick. Yes. Smee. Smee, that is really the one, like, kind of thinking of the ideas, but then Captain Hook is the one. (laughs) He he claims that it's his idea, which actually, you know, I love the idea that the way he was going to get J. 
Jack. Yes. To stay um, when they're obviously were kidnapped and, and taken there. Um, but the way that he was going to get him to stay was by convincing him to love Captain Hook instead of his own father. It's really dark. It's really dark. And it's also, it's not only convincing him to stay, but it's like an extra stab at Peter. Absolutely. I mean, as a kid, I didn't feel that. But as an adult, like, wow. Yeah, it's rough. (laughs) It's real. I mean, that is just a whole other level. Yeah. It's, I mean, Stockholm Syndrome at its finest right there. Yeah. (laughs) But very smart on his behalf. And can we talk about the baseball yet? Because this is the most important. Scene okay, we can. We're skipping around, guys. It doesn't so matter. We really hope you saw the movie because if you didn't, you're going to be I don't super think confused. We need to explain the entire thing. No. Let's just get to the fun part. The fun part is the baseball scene. To me, no, no, I'm not a sports lover. But yes, I can really appreciate a very theatrical sports scene, which this was. When they play baseball, and I believe in this scene, Jack is, I don't think he's in his full pirate garb, but he's in his, like, pirate um, uniform yes. for playing baseball. Um, and Peter has, like, he's, like, sneaking in the background, mm-hmm. you know, watching. Watch. And it really just reminded me of uh, one of the classics, Twilight. Um, <laughs> when How do we keep coming back to Twilight? One of the ultimate classic movies of the 2000s, Twilight. Is that in, that's in the first Twilight when they play I baseball. I think so, yeah. I think. And it is, what a Oh what my a God. I can still hear the scene. crack of that ball. Incredible. From that movie. <laughs> but I love when, like, other, ty- like, you know, vampires, pirates, I love, like, a kind of baseball like that. Okay. Vampire I see where you're going. Vampire baseball, love it. Pirate baseball, love it. Regular baseball, hmm. <laughs> Not my cup of tea. But add baseball. that theatrical twist of, like, vampire or pirate baseball, I am down. All right. And the best part of the scene is when a pirate is stealing second base, running from first, <laughs> And, and I think it's the catcher or someone just takes out a gun and shoots him. Just shoots him. him. Just out of nowhere. Very, very Indiana Jones-esque. Very Indiana Jones-esque. And it was one of my favorite scenes of the entire thing. It was just very, very well-timed. I think all of the, honestly, the scenes that took place on the pirate ship were my favorite because I think they were the best comedically timed. You know, they are great. Everything obviously else was, was good, but that was very funny. I love that. I also love the the run home Jack piece. Mm-hmm. And that's such like a moving moment. And then it turns comedic because they just had the signs backwards. And exactly. they, they all move around and it says home yeah. run Jack. Yeah. It's so great. My, my favorite scene. I mean, I love that scene in the movie. But my favorite scene in that movie has always, always been the scenes with the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Because... The scene where the where Rufio comes out, which Rufio, by the way, is my favorite character in the movie. And I went to a Halloween party in college. I think it was freshman year. It might have been sophomore year. But I think it was freshman year because we showed up and this kid came out dressed as Rufio. And everyone was chanting, Rufio, Rufio. And I was like, this is college. This is fabulous. Amazing. <laughs> it was so good. But so Rufio draws this line and like the kids, like the, all the lost boys come over to his side, except for this one little boy who goes over to Peter and he plays with his face until he makes him smile. And then he says, oh, there you are, Peter. Oh, man, my heart just sunk down into my chest. I cry like a baby every time. 
And yeah. also, I have been known to move people's faces around and say that it was from time really, to time. <laughs> it was a really moving moment. That was one of the moments that really, like, pulls at your heartstrings. And if you didn't cry, you, you know, you're moved at yeah. least. It was... It it's was so beautiful. Really beautiful moment. And the reason, because they don't recognize him because he's not happy and yeah. he's not smiling. Yeah. And they make him smile. Guys, See, I'm going to cry again. It's okay. This is where our Hufflepuff and Slytherin <laughs> tendencies diverge <laughs> because that was her favorite part. And my favorite part was killing a guy. Killing a guy. <laughs> and um, and playing pirate baby. Uh, also, in true Hufflepuff form, my other favorite part of the movie is that epic food fight. Yes. When he was... learns to use his imagination. Yeah. And I, I was worried about the mess. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it was a very cool scene. I feel like we're going to have to retheme this podcast as, like, a Hufflepuff and a Slytherin watch well, movies together. Only, <laughs> only certain movies are going to bring that out. That's true. Because some movies are, like, I think, I guess it depends on the watch experience. But I feel like some movies will make you have a debate over certain things and others, you're, I think are universal yeah. you know i know i know but it's fun but when like <laughs> it's fun when we can really bring out our our true it's true size yeah <laughs> okay i'm going back let's see what's so on the list oh we have to talk about the mermaid makeout session <laughs> okay the mermaid makeout session guys very inappropriate i very. thought very scandalous i thought this movie was for children <laughs> well well this was some scantily clad mermaid makeout sessions and apparently peter banning can get it peter banning totally can get it he kisses a lot of people he kisses so many people he kisses in this all movie. these mermaids he kisses tink at a certain point mm-hmm. and his wife and his wife which you know that makes sense yeah but I wonder that if was she never knows. brought up no. like does he come back from neverland and be like uh so moira by the way i made out with a lot of people over there but three of them was to keep me alive <laughs> right 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 i was just trying to stay alive you yeah. know that's just they were like breathing oxygen into him yeah so he husbands are constantly using that excuse now <laughs> <laughs> i just like i they were breathing life into me i don't know what else to say all right guys fair warning that excuse does not fly but Peter Pan does. <laughs> so, other moments. We other moments. We have to talk about the Lost Boys exercise regiment that they do with Peter. Do we not remember this? Mm. Okay. So, it, it is a small part of the movie, to be fair. But I happen to love this. The Lost Boys, like, the way that they get Peter to exercise is by, like, making him walk uphill with all of them on his back. Oh, <laughs> and, like, yeah. All these fun little clips and... They're playing basketball together, and there, there's just so many fun little moments that happen yes, in the Lost very, Boys Village. Very kid style. Yeah. And also, the Lost Boys Village, I think, is so well thought out because, like, all four seasons happen there, and... It's such a it magical is, place. It is. It is exactly how you would picture little boys would live with no parents. And my favorite part of it is when they get their, like, armor on before yes. they go to battle, and it's all, like... <laughs> hanging but looks like cobwebs yeah sort of, and they just walk through and as they walk through the armor just attaches it's to them. so great so cool there's so many great little nuances in this movie i i just love watching it over and over again oh my goodness i just looked at my list and saw that we missed one of the most important <gasps> cameos what we forgot about gwyneth paltrow Oh, yeah, well, that was at the very end. It is. So that's acceptable. But Gwyneth Paltrow plays a young Wendy. Yeah, she was adorable. She Another is. shock right at the end. I know. With another cameo. Man, it's just like the greatest cameos. 
Yeah. Also, not really a cameo, but I really appreciate that when you have young Moira in her room, it is just wall-to-wall Beatles posters and memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. Relatable for you. Oh, yes. Said. Just a little bit, guys. I'm a really big Beatles fan. So overall, are there any other scenes we want to go through? I mean, this the, this movie really is stock full of so many different scenes yeah. back and forth. Um, what about this like little unrequited love story between Tinkerbell and Captain Hook? Not Captain Hook. What am and I saying? Peter. And Peter Pan. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. I thought it was kind of weird. I think Tinkerbell's always been in love with Peter Pan in all of the in different the iterations. iterations. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, Peter, can we like observe our marriage at some point in this movie? I know. So I was just like, Tink, girl, you're better than that. Yeah. <laughs> and well, it was okay. I also feel like... I think in a weird way, part of what Peter lost is his, like, deep love for Moira. I mean, he left Neverland for her, but he's become so caught up in, like, being an adult that... Well, it's reinvigorated when he gets that back at the end does. of the movie. It's everything about this movie, I just think, is magical. It is all It is very so magical. magical. I will say that there has been now, okay, guys, enough Peter... Pan iterations. <laughs> Enough. I know this is from 1991, but this has to be, I don't know, the 10,000. There are so many of them. There's. I've seen so many plays, musicals, TV shows, movies. I'm very mixed. Books. I'm very mixed on which Peter Pans. I, I love Finding Neverland, I have to say. Eh. 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 I don't know. I'm not a Peter Pan. I don't know I if know. I said this in the intro, but I'm not a Peter Pan lover. <laughs> but apparently <laughs> a Captain that. a Captain Hook lover. Well, now I'm reformed. I'm a Captain Hook lover, but I guess all along I was not the Peter Pan lover. Okay, so as a Captain Hook lover, how do you feel about the end of this movie? Captain Hook gets, like, swallowed up by the dead alligator, which I still... What does that... Or crocodile. It's a crocodile. But I don't understand still to this day how that happened. It was one of those, so Peter Pan doesn't have to kill him. Moments. I know. Cop out. He has to stay pure. He's not going to kill him. I mean, even though there was just this giant battle where everyone's stabbing a million people. We just forget about that. Well, yeah, but Peter Pan didn't kill anyone. Peter Pan didn't kill anyone. He can't kill anyone or else he's losing his innocence. So a giant crocodile, his, the, his biggest fear, <laughs> my dear Captain Hook, Aww. comes down and eats him. Poor Hook. Poor Hook. It's okay. You sure? Yeah, because there's 10,000 more iterations where he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Hook's okay. <laughs> That's true. He, he makes he makes an entrance Hook is again always there. in the future. Did you watch Once Upon a Time? Yes. Okay. I didn't watch it in full. I think I only watched, like, the first because season. that's one of, like, the rare instances where I just love Captain Hook. I don't know if I got to, <gasps> a ho- like, that Ugh. story in Oh, Once my Upon goodness. Okay. Because I think the main story in season one is very Cinderella-based. Isn't it? Uh, I don't remember. It's been it was so such long. a long time. It's been ago. so long, but Captain Hook in that show is just fantastic. Well, Captain Hook getting eaten alive by the thing that he fears the most is kind of an epic way to go. That's true, and he deserves an epic way. That to is go. true. But it did remind me a little bit of Snape. Not that Hook and Snape are like in the same category no. at all. Hook is not redeemable. But Snape in the end with the snake. Yeah, you know. Some, some some similarities yeah, there. Yeah, I think so. I don't anyway, know. My I don't know why this is now a Harry Potter podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we just can't can't get it off. My we mind. hope you've read or seen Harry Potter. Hope. We really hope. It's okay if you haven't. But you should. Yeah, you should. Yeah, 
No, but my absolute favorite thing about, like, all of that end with Captain Hook are all the Lost Boys with their clocks chasing after him. Yeah. I always, That was one of the things about every Peter Pan that I always kind of loved was Captain Hook's fear of clocks. Yeah. And that ticking. But it's so multidimensional because I always felt like the ticking of the clock was really, like, like growing up and yeah. time. And, like, Captain Hook as an adult in Neverland would be afraid of time passing. That's absolutely why. And I have to just add on a little bit of a tangent that I think another reason I relate to Captain Hook so much... (laughs) You guys should see her face now. (laughs) ...is because he is so damn theatrical. Oh, yes. He is so over the top. He doesn't... It was so funny to me in this movie that he... That Peter shows up. He, like, just wants... He doesn't want to just kill him as soon as he arrives. No. From the moment he leaves the note on his door with a sword in it, you're like, you know, this bitch is going to be dramatic. Yeah. And he serves full drama. He is ready. He does not want to kill Peter as soon as he gets there. He gives him the time that Tink convinces him to give Peter to go get ready for battle. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to just, like, kill this guy. I want a full-fledged war. I want a battle. I've been waiting for this for so long. And he wants it to be very dramatic. Everything he does is dramatic. the drama. Like, right down to the ripped-up, like, like through the walls of Granny Wendy's house. Like, he leaves this line from his hook through the entire house. I mean... There was no reason for that. And also, another just funny thing about (laughs) his wardrobe, when you see Smee, like, pull out his, like, shoes and his wardrobe in his closet. Yes. It's just, like, 20 of the same shoes. Of course. That he has. He just, like, goes rotation, like, through a rotation. Like, I have to say, my closet doesn't look so different. 20 20 of the same little black pairs of booties. I think my favorite Captain Hook moment is actually all the way at the end when he's battling it out with Peter Pan and his wig flies off and he's totally defeated and he's on the ground and he looks at Peter Pan and asks him to give him his dignity and they put the wig back on him so (laughs) that he's not defeated with this like weird like he's not bald bald. it's like a patchy kind of thing happening. He does, I mean, it is one of those, like, naked um, adult moments. Yes. Like, you're like, ooh, he is old. He does not have that childhood spirit. No, but he does not like getting his wig snatched. He needs that wig on right this minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, I love this He's man. a great character. And great Dustin character. Hoffman just plays him so Kills well. It. He's amazing. You can't even tell it's Dustin Hoffman, which is, oh yeah, like, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I think the eyebrows, probably, with the oh. eyebrows and the fake teeth. Everything. It's so good. Yeah. So all in all, what what would you how would you rate this movie? What are um, your what kind of scale? I don't know. Do we have a scale yet? We I don't think a, we have a I scale. I feel like we need a scale. Maybe of some sort. Maybe. I don't know. I liked this movie a lot. I it was not of of all the movies we've watched so far, I can't say I was like over the moon as over the moon mm-hmm. about it as I was for like E. T. Like or yeah. Indiana Jones, frankly. Like these classic, classic classics that everyone loves and now I know why Mm -hmm. Hook was great I think because of my Peter Pan history I have something against it being about (laughs) Peter Pan but because really a lot of it is about Hook and I loved Hook and Robin Williams you cannot deny this man's acting prowess he's incredible and I really really did like it I won't say I walked away being like I loved this it was incredible 
But I really, really liked it. I'm very glad I saw it. I'm so glad. Yeah. This I, I will agree with you. I mean, this is a childhood favorite of mine. Right. I think it would have been different if I saw it as a kid. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So let's, this is how I want to do the scale, I think. Okay. I think we need to figure out of all the movies that I've made you watch so far on or off the podcast, because we started this a little late into our movie watching Very journey. Very late. We've watched so many. But, well, to be fair, Star Wars is a lot of movies. It's so many <laughs> That movies. was the majority of yeah. it. But what do we think, what do you think so far your absolute favorite of all of the movies we've watched has been? Even before the podcast? Even before the podcast. Star my Wars. absolute favorite? Yeah. Oh my god, of that's ev- so hard. everything I've made you watch. Star Wars has to be. But which one? The last one of the original three. Return of the Jedi. I loved that one. <laughs> okay. So I feel like Return but of the... there's so many I love. I don't know. I'm kind of just choosing I one. feel like we have to like on a scale of like one to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the most the most recent new one I loved. Yes, um, the Last Jedi. Yes. Oh, it's always about the Jedi. It is. Yeah, you're all about the Jedi. I'm all about the Jedi. So my new tattoo. <laughs> I'm all about the Jedi. I feel like we should like we should like keep like a ranking. I feel like this is a falling at the bottom so far for so you. So far, but still glad I saw it. I think it is just one of those ones where you know, like E.T. Indiana Jones, two movies that. I think anyone can appreciate mm-hmm. at any age. This one I think I would have appreciated more as a, as a kid, but still I'm like amazed and and loved the acting and loved yeah. everything, you know. It was it was still such a good movie, but it's not of the other movies that we've seen one of yeah. the higher ranked. Well, how do how do we rank it with like Jumanji? Well, we haven't talked about Jumanji we yet. We have talked about Jumanji. Oh, we have. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That was last week or 2 weeks ago, oh, whatever oh, that was. was. Okay. <laughs> No, I love Jumanji. Love Jumanji. Jumanji is better. Okay. Yeah. Robin Williams and Jumanji. Yes. Comparison of Robin Williams roles. to the last episode because, man, loved that. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. I had, I sort of had a feeling this is, especially once you voiced your Peter Pan concerns, I was like, oh. I have (laughs) Peter Pan concerns. Well, I think maybe we can, instead of like ranking the movies against each other, which honestly, like. They're all so different and from different times, kind of. Yes. And so, and, you know, actually we've been kind of on a streak of similar directors. We have. We're about to take like a really, really big turn here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited, you guys. Yeah. Like, we're going we're gonna to venture into a different genre. Um, a different director, different composer. Different everything. I know. We can listen to John Williams music whenever you want. Well, maybe we'll find different kind of like Brielle-esque reactions that I've had to movies and then we'll rank it based on that. Does it get like a, ooh, or like a, mm. <laughs> or, I don't know. We'll think of it. We'll think of something. I know. We need some sort of device. Does it get like, if, if I loved it, it gets like a, John Williams is my husband. <laughs> and if I didn't love it, then it gets like a... There's know. too many Peter Pan movies. Yes, it gets that there's too many Peter Pan movies. For, on a scale from there's too many Peter Pan movies to John Williams is my husband for life. Where does this movie fall? And then you can ask me and I'll I'll make something okay. up. Okay. Until we, of course, find something that hits lower on your list than too many Peter Pan movies. I think yeah, it's, I think it's, it's adjustable. Even, it is adjustable because it's not like I didn't like the movie. It is definitely adjustable. I, 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 I mean, I know that there are other movies on this list that you were just going to absolutely love but yeah whether or not it's going to go above john williams as my husband i don't know you know i don't think i don't think anything can go above john williams as my I husband know, how could it we're gonna make um, t-shirts you guys yeah is, are they gonna say john williams is my husband 
I don't know. We had an idea for it. What was I going to say? Mrs. John Williams. Mrs. John Williams. That's that's a little cleaner, a little more concise than Let John us know Williams' if, husband. Well, I feel like, but like we can't just write Mrs. because Mrs. John Williams. Yeah, but I mean, there might be some men out there who want to be Mr. John Williams. That is so true. What an amazing point. We can make both. <laughs> we should just. They should just say like John Williams is my homeboy. Do people still say that? <laughs> no, Melissa, they don't say that. So I guess we're settled. John Williams is my husband. End of John story. John Williams is my husband. Wow. I'm so glad you're all listening to our incredible <laughs> marketing <laughs> and and merchandise uh, meeting that we're having right now. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> we're going to figure this out, guys. We're going we're gonna to start some merch for you, I think. I think we need it. And then another shirt says... <laughs> Enough Peter Pan. <laughs> Too many Peter Pan movies. Too many Peter Pan movies. Oh, poor Peter Pan. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> all right. We should wrap this up because we're rambling. We are. As usual. I yes. feel like the, the end of every single episode is just us rambling about something. So. Well, I love us rambling. Uh, me too. All right. So thank you guys for joining us for our adventures with Hook. And Brielle, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you close it out. So I just put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting that. Okay, maybe Brielle's not gonna close it out. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll join us again on the next episode of How Have You Never Seen That? I'm Melissa Curley, and I'm Brielle John Williams. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Hey guys, so. Very, very special announcement. We have a special guest here. Brielle and I talked during our intro about talking to our next door neighbor, our little Scarlet, who just turned five years old and just saw Peter Pan for the first time. And since we're talking about Peter Pan, we wanted to get her opinion. So Scarlet, do you want to say hi to everyone? Say hi right in the microphone. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about Peter Pan. So you just saw Peter Pan for the first time, right? Yeah. Yeah? Did you like it? I didn't like the swords swords with Captain Hook. Yeah, Captain Hook's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah? But my mommy turned it off for me. That was nice of her. (laughs) So what was your favorite part of Peter Pan? You can fly. Yeah, you can fly. It's a good song. Did you have a favorite character? Mm Mm-hmm. Who? Wendy. Yeah? She's a girl. She is a girl. <laughs> I love Wendy, too. I love Wendy, and I love Tinkerbell. Me, too. Yeah? Would you want to watch other movies about Peter Pan? Yeah. Yeah? What about Captain Hook? No? Maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't like Captain Hook because he, he has a sword. Yeah, he does. He's a really bad guy. Yeah. He, the best part was... Uh, I'm following the leader. With the Lost Boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lost Boys have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah? Well, Brielle and I just watched a movie called Hook, and it is a different movie about Peter Pan and Captain Hook that maybe your mommy will show you in, like, two or three years. What do you think? Would you want to see that? Yeah. Yeah? Another Captain Hook movie? Yes. Well, thanks for being a special guest. Did you have fun talking on our show? Yes. Yeah? Do you want to be a guest again someday? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Scarlett. You're welcome. You want to say bye? Bye. Say, listen next time. Listen next time. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs>